0: Welcome to the Nourished Woman Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Gabby Worshrink, holistic nutritionist and passionate women's health educator. Together on this podcast, we are going to open up the conversation around hormones, holistic healing, relationships, self development, and everything in between, so you can feel empowered, educated, and ready to take your health and life into your own hands. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a really exciting topic that I think a lot of you will be interested in whenever I post like fertility related things, pregnancy stuff, pregnancy prep. I think I get a lot of traction because I'm in that sort of age range, you know, 20s, 30s where we're thinking about having kids and I think that it interests a lot of people. So I'm going to talk all about my fertility protocol, my pregnancy prep plan. These are all the things that I am doing to prep for myself to get pregnant in the future. Now, this is something that a lot of people don't really think about a whole lot. And if you think about it, like we talk about preparing for so many different things, you know, we talk about preparing for school and exams and our business and all that sort of stuff. But we never really take time to prepare our bodies to have a baby. And that's one of the biggest things that we can do. And one of the best gifts that you can give your child is nourishing yourself to give them the most ideal outcomes. And also it's going to help you in the long run as well, because you're going to have a more... Um, you know, enjoyable pregnancy and postpartum recovery as well as for future children as well if you take the time to nourish and space out kids accordingly. So I wanted to share a little bit about what I am doing personally and what I would recommend to clients and what I share in my membership site. So first off, I want to share a book that I love. It is called Awakening Fertility. And it is a really great book. It's the same author that wrote The First 40 Days, which I know is a really popular book that I see a lot on Instagram and shared online. And essentially they talk about the importance of preparing for for, for your pregnancy, sorry. And I like their approach a lot because they really encompass a full mind, body, spirit uh, approach, which I think is really important because not only should we be preparing our body physically, but we should be, you know, preparing mentally and emotionally and creating a great environment for ourselves and our baby to grow as well as relationships surrounding you too. So I'm going to break it down into a few different areas. So we're going to talk about foods, supplements, as well as mental and emotional and environmental things that we can do to prepare for pregnancy. A lot of these things you'll notice are things that I share already that I promote. Really, this can apply to everybody. So if you're not really thinking about preparing for, for kids or it's not on your radar or you'd never plan to have children, this is still beneficial for you because preparing for pregnancy and optimizing your fertility and your hormones and your health is going to benefit you regardless because our hormones are so involved with our mood, with our gut health, with our energy, with... So, many different things are bone health, like it's just really, really crucial. So, this can also apply to anyone who is not planning to get pregnant, but especially if you want to be pregnant in the next few years or very soon, I would 100% include a lot of these things that I talk about. So, first off, we'll talk about supplements. Now, when I talk about supplements, I have really been reaching for whole food sources and whole food types of supplements. So, a lot of these things you can just eat the actual food source of it, but I you know, have opted for the supplements versions because it's easier to get them in, it's a lot better depending on your schedule, if you're traveling, if you work, or if you just don't wanna eat the actual food because some people don't like to eat it. So first one I'd recommend is desiccated liver for sure. I talk about this all the time. And I've talked about it on my Instagram, but desiccated liver is one of the most nutrient dense foods. Well, liver is the most nutrient dense food. So you can get this in capsule form. I will link this all down below. My favorite brand is Perfect Supplements. They are third party tested. They do not have any glyphosate residue. They're from cows that get to graze in grass and have their natural lifestyle and habitats. They are super healthy and it's a really great source of vitamin A Uh, B vitamins and iron and I just love them so much. So desiccated liver capsules are a must. There's also multi-organ capsules and they contain a few different organs. So they have a little bit of liver in there. They have thymus, they have spleen, they have pancreatic, pancreas, sorry, uh, heart and kidneys, which all give you different nutrients. They give you fat-soluble nutrients like vitamin A, vitamin D. They give you minerals like zinc, copper, potassium, um, antioxidants, vitamin C, really, they just give you a lot of nutrients. And I think it's good to get a variety of different uh, organs, meats in if you either want to include them in your food, in your consumption, or if you want to take them in supplement form, it's a great option. There's no other fillers in this, which I love. And again, it's also by Perfect Supplements, so I like that they have those two options so you can mix and match. I do take both of them almost every single day. I go through phases where I'll switch it up, but right now I've been taking them every single day and I've been feeling really good and my skin's been looking really nice and I just overall feel really great so that's what I recommend um, and then next up would be collagen and gelatin powder which I think is a no-brainer that's another thing that I just genuinely recommend to everybody but again if you don't want to take it in supplement form you can just make sure you're getting in a lot of gelatin rich foods like broth um, and eating meats that have you know a lot of that gelatin rich uh, component to it. Fulvic acid is another one that I would recommend. And again, I would definitely take this supplement because it's a really good source of minerals. It's organic matter and it's a great source of your minerals and electrolytes that a lot of us are lacking. So I like to add that into my water or juice in the morning. I take a little shot glass amount of it and I feel really good. And sometimes I take even two capsules a day and I find it's really great. But definitely want to take that as you're preparing for pregnancy because your body i believe it's during pregnancy you use up to or they they take up to four pounds of minerals your babies which is insane so you need a lot of a lot of minerals a lot of nutrients so don't be afraid to load up on the minerals and really add those in um you can also add in mineral drops i like the aussie trace mineral drops i will link that below as well uh, Selen- Seleno Excel. I've been taking. It's a selenium supplement that is from a yeast source. And selenium, something that I never really supplemented with. It's actually in fulvic acid in high amounts, so you could probably get away with just that. But I found that I was very deficient in it. I've been taking four capsules of that every single day, almost, and I've found that I feel really good. It's really helped me. And uh, that's something that's depleted by the birth control pill. So I think that was something that I really was lacking and really needed. And I wasn't really getting a whole lot from my diet. Or again, when you've been depleted by something for so long, sometimes you do need to kind of high dose that or really, um, get it from your food sources and really up that. So don't be afraid to like eat more of these foods. Like if you have one or two eggs a day, don't be afraid to have like three eggs a day, for example. Um, and then magnesium, I've been taking, uh tallow bond sorry magnesium tallow bond that I get from fat skin but you can also get like magnesium oil or spray and I can link those down below as well but I just find absorbing magnesium through my skin has been really great and there's no other additives in it like some magnesium supplements have and I really just find that I'm absorbing it well And the last one would be acerola cherry powder, which I find I'm really needing, especially right now in the winter, I'm not having as much fruit, but I think you can definitely benefit from all the time, but it is a whole food source of vitamin C. And I really like it because it's not ascorbic acid. It's literally from these fruits and it's just a dried powder. I add it to my orange juice every single morning and it's a great way to get vitamin C in. That helps promote collagen production. It helps with your uh, hormones, with your um, ovulation. It helps with so many different things. I definitely think that we can always benefit from more vitamin C, but those are all the supplements that I've been taking and recommending in terms of fertility and just promoting your hormones and hormonal health. Foods, I've already mentioned a few of them because I mentioned them in the supplement form, but liver for sure, whether you can take it in little chunks and swallow it whole raw. I know some people that do that. I'm not there yet. So I've been doing pate, a local farm store that makes a really good pate, uh, or I will just have my desiccated liver capsule. So you kind of have to figure out what works for you and what you prefer and how you can get it in there because it doesn't really matter. As long as you can get it in somehow, it's all beneficial. Uh, what else is there? Collagen-rich foods, like I said. So broth, I try to have broth every single day somehow. So I usually use it as the base of a lot of my meals, a lot of like sauces, soups, shepherd's pie. I even add it sometimes to rice. If I'm making rice, as the liquid. Uh, Just find ways to get it in, or you can sip on it um, in a mug. Uh, Other things I love to include would be any kind of grass-fed, local meat, whatever you can get your hands on. I love eating a lot of beef lately. I used to be afraid of beef, thought it was bad, and it's really good for you. It's really nourishing. Uh, Lamb is also really great quality dairy if you can get some. Raw is ideal, but if you can't get raw, then you can get um, unhomogenized, grass-fed, organic. Smoked salmon is a great source of fatty acids and raw salmon as well. So I, when I have sushi, I am not, if it's a good sushi place, I will get raw salmon and I really like it. Um, but it's a great way to get salmon in because when you cook salmon, it's going to damage a bit of those omega-3s, which are really good for you. So I like to try to get it smoked or raw so it's not as damaged, um, but I've been loving smoked salmon. I've been having it like every single week almost in the winter. Um, It's also a good food source of vitamin D if you're in a dark climate. Next up would just be different fats that are heat stable and that are more on the saturated side. So butter, duck fat, I've been using duck fat to make my like potatoes, so delicious. Um, Bacon, eggs, egg yolks specifically, Been including a lot of those. I typically have about three eggs a day. Some days I don't have it, but usually I have three a day. MCT oil dried from coconuts is really good or coconut oil sugars sweeteners I've been using honey raw honey I found a local place that my mom actually used to get when she was younger because she moved back to where she lived growing up and they've been in business I think since the 70s or 60s and it's the best honey it's so delicious Um, maple syrup organic cane sugar organic panella sugar I recently tried and really liked it uh, root vegetables, and ripe juicy fruits. I don't know if I mentioned that one. And then I also will include some seafood. So we typically try to get oysters uh, one 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 to four times. I'm sorry, not one to four times, two to four times a month. So we either have it every week or every other week. Just depends on if we can get it at Farm Boy. We found a dozen pre-packaged oysters for uh how much was it 13 or 14 dollars for a dozen which is pretty good and they're really delicious and they seem like good quality so we've been getting those to get our zinc and minerals in and uh i also was having some uh what am i gonna say scallops yes scallops we cooked them in some butter with some lemon and garlic and it was delicious so just finding different ways to get these foods in and prioritizing eating lots of good foods and keeping it super simple honestly we don't have to overcomplicate it like I've just shared a recipe last month that was a Korean beef and rice dish and it was literally just beef rice and some green onions on top and it was delicious so definitely find ways to get the foods in but don't over complicate it keep it simple keep your stress low and just make sure you're nourished throughout the day The last thing I'm going to talk about is mental, emotional, and spiritual health, because that is equally, if not more important than nutrition and all this physical stuff we do. Because like I said, I think in the last episode of the podcast, if you don't focus on your nervous system health and healing trauma and just getting yourself in a happy, joyful state, your body is not going to be able to digest. It's not going to be able to rest and heal and absorb all those nutrients that you need to absorb. So, Definitely focus on this and make sure that you're prepared because I don't think enough people focus on this before they have children. And honestly, it's really important because you will pass on your trauma to your children. You're going to pass on all the things you've experienced, things you have never dealt with, that your parents have never dealt with, your grandparents never dealt with. You have to deal with it because it just keeps getting passed on and on. And it doesn't need to be passed on and on. You can be the one that says, okay, from here on out, I am not going to keep pushing this and pushing this down to each generation below me. So I think it's really important to find things that help you, whether you've been through a lot of traumatic events or, um, you know, been through some really tough things. I think finding a therapist or some kind of therapy, uh, is really going to be beneficial for you. I know there's a lot of different techniques that can be really helpful, like EMDR, um, not always talk there, you know, talk therapy is great, but it's not always going to help people, especially if you're in different situations. So finding that kind of support, because you can't do that on your own, finding a professional that knows what they're doing and how to support you. Working on releasing and forgiving is another huge one. And I think it's something that I've had to really work on. And, you know, it's tough, especially when you see a lot of injustices going on, or you've had people do things to you that you don't agree with, or that's not nice. But being able to release, forgive, and understand that everyone's going through their own issues, their own journey, they're in their own state, their own world, their own perception of what they can see is really important because that's going to give you a lot more compassion for other people, but also just to realize that what they're saying to you or what they're projecting onto you is more about their inner inner world than anything about you. And that was probably one of the biggest things I've taken away in the last few years of reading and bettering myself and learning up on all this sort of stuff is just releasing and forgiving and understanding that people are coming from all of their own different perspectives and their own situations is really important. Um, but also creating boundaries at the same time, you want to make sure that you can create boundaries and protect yourself. If someone is just too much for you or they don't treat you properly, you have to know where to kind of draw that line. Uh, spending a lot of time outside, that's super therapeutic to connect back with nature and disconnect from social media, the news, everything, because we are super connected these days and we were not meant to be disconnected. We're not meant to see this much information and to you know, be this bombarded with stuff. It's just too much for us to process. So being able to have that disconnect and just kind of focus on the now, focus on your life, your space, your home, your family is really, really important. Um, making time for quiet space which kind of goes hand with hand with going outside but just having that quiet time to yourself to reflect to think to not have voices and ideas and things in your ears you can think for yourself and listen to yourself and what you need journaling journaling is huge it's one outlet that I love because I think that it really just helps you work through things and get things out and a lot of times if you want to say something to someone it gives you a chance to like put it out there and think okay do I really need to say this to them or can I kind of work through it on my own and like burn the paper deal with it and kind of let it go um so I love journaling for that breath work is also really amazing. I think focusing on your breath and doing a lot of nasal breathing, working on that. I have a whole episode on the importance of nasal breathing and mouth taping and that sort of stuff. But I think focusing on your breath and bringing it back to that is really, really helpful. It's something that has helped me immensely during my grieving process and just kind of working through a lot of traumatic things that have happened. I think breath work is amazing for that. So if you can find a course, if you can find an instructor or just Start to Google different things you can do for breathwork and ideas, and you can find what works best for you. But I think breathwork is huge and really, really helpful. And last but not least is quality time with your partner. This is the person that you're going to have your kid with and you want to really work on that relationship, work on understanding each other, working on, you know, understanding your love languages, your attachment styles, what that person's working through, what they've gone through. Just being really open and honest and kind of working through that together, I think is really, really important. Um and strengthening that relationship before you have a child because that, that, that running joke is always like in movies and in life is like you know don't have a kid to get make your relationship better because a lot of people will think oh if I, we have a kid we'll have something to bond over and love but I mean that could be true of course but I think at the end of the day you have to make sure that your relationship is strong and that you have open communication that you can care for each other and understand each other and be there for each other too and it kind of know what the other person expects or wants or needs from the other person as well is huge and I think that's something that I've been really working on with Arthur don't get me wrong we've had our ups and downs it's been a very stressful time we've been our relationship has been under a lot of stress and we've been through a lot and had a lot to process so that's a work in progress but I think if you can understand your partner and be there for them and have compassion it's really really important so I'd recommend the love five love languages book that is a really great read and I also love um the attached book and then I have another book I think it's called something attachment but the attachment theory maybe um but they are all pretty similar they all talk about attachment theory anxious attachment That sort of stuff and I think it's again really important to understand your partner but also yourself to be able to help each other so that is kind of my big roundup on the fertility protocol and the fertility focus but again I would really recommend you do your own research and look at what resonates with you most but these were a lot of the things that resonated with me the most was just really focusing on mental emotional spiritual stress management as well as ancestral foods ancestral eating eating more like my ancestors and you know, focusing on supplements that come from whole food sources and that are things that I would normally want to eat in my diet, but maybe not want to eat them because I don't like the taste of them or I can't get them in enough or source them. So those are my tips if you have any tips or things that you've helped with in your pregnancy preparation or if you have any resources or things that you love feel free to let me know and I can share with you all on Instagram and if you have any questions about this topic or any other topic requests things you want to read more about let me know Um, I do have the full fertility protocol with supplements things I've been taking dosages recommendations foods resources links all that stuff in the membership and again I have an exclusive deal for you guys to join the membership for $9.99 per month or $99.99 per year you get two months for free and there is a free three-day trial so if you want to give it a try and check it out before you commit you can cancel at any time you can join at any time but you're locked in at that price once you get that price so thank you all for listening I hope you have a great morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening to this and we'll see you next week for a new episode